This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time, bringing you all the latest Arsenal news, views and transfer musings from the world of our beloved Gunners Club. Good morning to those joining us live in the chat box. Thank you as always. It is very much appreciated. Saturday, Sunday shows, you know, you see the real... Uh, the wheat from the chaff is that the is that the phrase <laughs> we separate the wheat from the chaff those that are waking up early 8 a.m but for those that are indeed catching up as well welcome and thank you as always for your committed support with the channel good morning to Arasilki, to kaiser to declan rice joining us in the chat again carlton northern guna uh good morning to answer good morning to temi uh good morning to rich and paul emmanuel we got carlton tony steven steve granddaddy guna paul ray maximius william lynn good morning and everybody else joining us in the chat box as well thank you so much for the continued support you bring to the channel it is very much appreciated i hope you've had a good week i hope you're ready for a chilled hopefully chilled weekend i'm hoping that it's a positive weekend i hope that we get some news that we have been waiting for uh, and that this saga begins to come to a close that would be just ideal really we could really do at the end of this whole chaotic mess that has been the Declan Rice saga. Um, this is going to be a slightly shorter show, uh, around 20 minutes or so, because uh, as pointed out in the chat, Arasilki, I've got golf this morning, boys and girls, so uh, <laughs> I've got to get this show wrapped up uh, in around 20 minutes. So let's not waste any more time. Make sure you drop a like on the video, subscribe if you're new. I do want to say a massive thank you to everybody for helping us reach to 48,000 subscribers. We hit that yesterday, and the yesterday's show was also mad. We were over 2,000 listeners live, which you know is amazing, and over 6,000 tuned in just across the 8 a.m. live show. So thank you so much for everybody that's helped out with that, and uh, we are on our way solidly towards 50k so thank you everybody that has indeed helped us out let's crack on with today's stories though eddie Ketia is said to be unsettled by havertz's arrival and bristol palace and west ham united are interested in 
the young in youth, well, England Youth International. I know he can't play for many more, but uh, the record holder for the England under-21s goal-scoring charts. This is according to The Sun, who have reported this news, uh, that Nketiah may be looking potentially for an exit from Arsenal. And if it is indeed to West Ham, you do have to ask the question, could that fall into Arsenal's favour in any potential negotiations with someone that they might want from the Hammers? Hmm potentially. Thomas Partey, however, is said to be happy. Uh, our good friend of the channel, Charles Watts, reporting on his uh, YouTube channel that indeed uh, Thomas Partey is happy at Arsenal and that the intention was always by Partey to get Arsenal back into the Champions League and play in that competition. That said, the money that does come from Saudi Arabia can be extremely tempting and for good reason. So this still does remain very much up in the air, but it is good to kind of get the, par- the Partey side of things in regard to any potential move. Uh, but he is said to be happy, according to Charles, and uh, I've got no reason to to not believe that that is indeed the case. Uh, when we signed Parter, the intention was that he was helping us get back into the Champions League, and now we've done that. It would be strange that he wouldn't then play for us in the Champions League, but uh, let's wait and see if anything indeed does end up happening with that one. I have us is expected to be announced as an Arsenal player next week. Uh, so hopefully, uh, after a medical has been done abroad, we will see an announcement on the Arsenal website with the interviews, all the information, and hearing his own words about how he feels about joining Arsenal. Uh, he would be getting close. I mean, we'd only be £7 million off Arsenal's record signing of Nicola Pepe. He would, as far as I'm aware, become Arsenal's second most expensive player ever. He would be Mikel Arteta's most expensive player ever until, of course, Arsenal do any other deals during this window. But uh, there's a lot of expectation and pressure on this now. Big risk that Arteta has taken and a big risk that a lot of brave people in our chat boxes and on Twitter have already written him off. So let's wait and see who ends up being right in this scenario. There is no release clause in Urien Timber's contract, according to Telegraph writer Mike Vavek. Uh, he has reported uh, that there is, however, optimism that a deal between Arsenal and Ajax could indeed be sorted for between 40 and 50 million euros. Ajax are said to be wanting 60 million. However, Arsenal's bid of around 36 million euros was rejected and there is hope that a compromise will be found between 40 and 50 million euros. And certainly, for me, this is one of the biggest deals Arsenal can do this summer and one of the biggest deals to go under the radar I really, really cannot tell you how excited I am potentially to see Yuri and Timber turn up at Arsenal. I think everything that's gone on with Havertz, everything that's gone on with um, Declan Rice has completely overshadowed this pursuit. And if we weren't talking about any other transfers, this, believe me, would be a very highly rated profile of a transfer indeed. And I cannot wait to see if indeed Arsenal can pull it off. Speaking of other high-profile moves, Arsenal has said, according to John Cross in the Mirror, to be making a £40 million bid for Romeo Lavia of Southampton. The Belgian international has been on the books of the club for only a year or so after leaving Manchester City. However, Arsenal want to get in before that buyback clause that activates in 2024 uh, comes to the fore, of course. But uh, a £40 million bid is expected. There were suggestions that Southampton might want closer to £50 million. Is £40 million going to be enough I hope so I feel going more than 40 million is a lot of money considering we bought Meza Urza for 42 but that was a long time ago you know that was 10 years ago if you remember now 42 million pounds used to get you Meza Urza in his prime now 
two million less gets you a 19 year old starlet from Southampton. That's that's where money has come in the last 10 years. Uh, and lastly, our headline story of the day, as it always has been and seemingly always will be until this saga finishes, continues to be the latest on Declan Rice. Arsenal, according to multiple outlets, but initially reported by John Cross of the Mirror, are expected to make a 100 million pound bid to try and sign the England international. West Ham have had this valuation of upwards of £100 million and there's an expectation that Arsenal will indeed try to get this deal over the line. Manchester City's interest, according to Sammy Mockbell of the Mail, has focused Arsenal's efforts to try and sign the player. There is, however, a bid expected to be on the way from Manchester City as well and it will be about who agrees that deal with West Ham. If Arsenal are unable to agree a deal with West Ham, he will move to Manchester City. However, if Arsenal are able to agree a deal with West Ham, it is understood that the preference of Arsenal is very strong in Declan Rice and uh, that will indeed be enough. You would hope to see him pick Arsenal out of the two clubs. So we will hope to get some updates. What I do say to people is generally weekends can be a little bit quiet on the transfer field, but this is a deal that obviously is, is progressing very quickly. And whilst we may not get too many updates in the other fields of Arsenal, Rice feels to be a deal that people will be working through the weekend to try and complete as well. So that is all of today's stories. I say I've got about just over 10 minutes to tackle as many of your questions as I can. So let's do that in part two right after this. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay then, uh, part two. Before we go into your questions though, let me point you in the direction of our show that we did last night. I was joined by Chris Davison and James B of AFTV to talk all about the right situation, what we think about Arsenal pursuing the player. We also talked about Havertz and Urien Timber. We talked about structures of bids. We talked about budgets. We talked about loads of things regarding Arsenal and a good hour-long chat. So if you've not yet given that a watch, I recommend you hop over to our last live upload on the channel after you finish watching today's show to make sure you listen back to that one. Certainly was a really good conversation. I'm very thankful to Chris and James for jumping on. So make sure uh, that you do indeed check that show out. Yes, as Nigel says, it was indeed a great show. Okay, let's go into the chat and tackle some of these pods. Uh, Obi Ben Kenobi says, uh, I listened on Apple Podcasts, but I couldn't find your analysis on Yuri and Timber. 
Where can I find it? Do you also think potentially you could slot in as a CDM? Always keep up the fantastic work. Uh, the tactical breakdowns, uh, I don't upload to the audio platform. So if you want the tactical breakdowns of the players, because they're very visual and they include lots of stats and stuff, you'll need to hop over to YouTube. I know that some people say they like to listen to them in the car. My recommendation, if that's the case, is to just put it on YouTube if you're desperate. But the idea is that they are visual and we put a lot of effort into making the visual side of things with those shows. So uh, if you want to watch our tactical breakdowns they are and will be going forwards exclusively on youtube so make sure that you do tune in on the youtube channel for any tactical breakdowns and i'll be sure to make you aware of when we are doing them so you can check out the urian timber the kai havertz uh, and others we've done as well sasha bowie ivan fresneda we've done too uh, and timothy castagna although he looks much closer to juventus these days um, but if you want to watch any of our tactical breakdowns our dedicated analysis of those players with expert insight and of course if rice happens you've probably noticed that i've held off on the deck of rice tactical breakdown the reason why i've held off on it and i did didn't really want to go too heavy on a tactical breakdown on Rice and then him go go to Man City because it's such a high-profile player. I thought once we get that Rice deal in a position where hopefully it lands in Arsenal's favour, we will indeed do a, a Declan Rice tactical breakdown with some fantastic expert insight. We're also looking to produce a Romeo Lavia tactical breakdown very soon. Also, we're going to, I'm waiting for the, the right expert to get that sorted. So I'd rather bring you the best content possible than just getting it up quickly, to be honest. I'd rather produce something good. And in the world of journalism, it's better to be right than to be first. Uh, Instamist says, uh, Morning Tom, my thinking is Havertz will play the Xhaka position, hence the intent on getting the best available DM in the league being Rice. And I think that that dynamic personally uh, is certainly something I would like to see. But the Xhaka role is something I don't really want people to start talking about. Each player has their own characteristics. They take on their own roles. But I think if you're talking about Havertz being Martin Odegaard's partner in the midfield, I think that absolutely you are spot on. Uh, Darren says, Tom, do you think Arsenal's business will conclude before the first pre-season match? Probably not. Um, the reason why is not because of bad planning or, un or the inability to secure priority targets, but opportunities in the windows don't always emerge at the start of the window. Some opportunities that Arsenal will look to try and do probably will only become available later in the window. That's how we signed Martin Odegaard. That's how we signed Aaron Ramsdale. That's how we signed Tommy Asu. So, you know, some deals will get done before pre-season. Some uh, may not because the club may be looking to see if they can do some opportunistic buys later on in the window. I think that's more so to do with our sales as well. I think a lot of our sales will happen towards the end of the transfer window because I think they're the types of players that clubs will need to panic by rather than think about really moving for. MJ10 says, with Tierney looking like he will stay, who are the players that you think will leave? Uh, I think if you look at the back line, Rob Holding, uh, I know there's been a, a trolley uh, comment going around on social media suggesting a contract extension for holding that's not the case as far as i'm aware so uh don't get fooled uh, i saw gunner blog actually who did a fantastic tweet earlier on uh, yesterday i think it was saying basically like twitter is just becoming a place to spread misinformation he could not be more right uh, the tweet was fantastic twitter now practices disinformation disorientation every time i open the app the for you tab is full of verified itks providing exclusives many of which i happen to know are totally accurate you think it's a bad transfer window Imagine it during an election. Don't get me wrong. Uh, it has its uses. It can be fun. I'm still here. But separating the actual news from the torrent of 
you know what, is becoming increasingly difficult. So I absolutely, it's going to be scary during elections and stuff. I don't want to go down a political route, but Twitter is becoming a very scary place indeed and an easy place to spread misinformation, that is for sure. Uh, Baron White says, uh, it sounds like a really posh name, doesn't it? Baron White. Uh, hi, Tom. Why hasn't City bid yet? Not so confident. Uh, I think they're just having those negotiations. People talk about Arsenal being too slow. This is what I've tried to point out for ages. Clubs don't just bid like that. You know, there are talks that go on before that. There is consideration about the bid and Man City are having that consideration now. So let's see. Uh, they may have already bid and have been able to keep it relatively quiet. Arsenal's bids have not been quiet. West Ham have been very public about those, but who knows? Maybe we're just not hearing about them at the moment. Uh, Marcus says, how did you read my mind? Literally was thinking, where is Chris? And there he was, Tom Show. <laughs> there you go. Ronald says, at what price would you sell Partey? I want Casemiro-like money. I mean, I don't think you're going to get that like money, Ronald, unfortunately. You know, it's just not the way things happen. I think with how how much would I sell him for? I think the 40 million euros that was being quoted by Saudi Arabian sides is is what it would take. I saw James Benj reporting yesterday that 30 million euros might be an offer. I think we need to reject that and go higher. I think we need to ask for more money personally uh, to get the best deal possible for us. Um, Krishna says, I don't understand how Real Madrid paid 88.5 million for a generational talent in Jude Bellingham, yet Rice is over 100 million. Please explain. I suppose there's an element of him moving between European countries and he's not moving within the Premier League. I think that's probably a factor in it. I think the fact that he outwardly said he only wants Real Madrid, whereas Declan Rice's preference is Arsenal, but it's not the be-all and end-all for him. It's not the Arsenal and no one else. Drew Bellingham told Manchester City outright that he only wanted Real Madrid. So I think that that all benefited Real Madrid in any negotiations. And Borussia Dortmund seemed willing. And what I would say is also that the 88.5 million is the base fee, Christian. So that's the base fee. The bonuses can actually reach upwards of, of £110 million. So he could end up being more expensive than Rice in the end if those uh, bonuses are indeed achieved. So it's worth... It's worth pointing that out. Uh, Jay says, uh, Phillips has already said he's happy at City and Rice has a young family and his wife wants to stay in London where her family lives, as does Declan Rice. Hopefully, Jay, that's enough to keep him in London and hopefully at Arsenal. Uh, Stephen says, do you think this Man City bid is fictional? This may explain why there have been no updates in the last few days. Are Arsenal sticking to their guns and we're waiting for whoever blinks first? I think there's obviously a lot of kind of tactics going on throughout this negotiation. I think if Arsenal are able to hold their nerve and the Man City interest does not materialise into a bid, although all of the indications are that that is happening. That's certainly what I've been told is that Man City are imminently, I was told yesterday morning there was an imminent expectation of a bid. How true that is, you know, that was the source that told me there was an imminent bid from Man City expected. There hadn't been one the night before but there was an imminent source, uh, sorry, there was a source suggesting an imminent bid of Man City was expected. But we have, and we have talked about the fact that West Ham, and we know, are making things very public. Di Marzio, you know, that side of things, very connected on the West Ham side of things. And I think that it's within West Ham's kind of prerogative to leak, if you like, news of Man City's potential bids to try and panic or focus Arsenal into bidding enough money to get the deal done. And that might work because Arsenal might end up spending this £100 million, which I'm fine with Arsenal doing, but we just need to make sure that we get the deal done. For me, missing out on Rice would be a disaster. I've said that a number of times and I'll certainly be asking some questions as to why it didn't get done. But we need to wait until the saga is finished and get the full picture until we start making any of those kind of... Uh, 
you know, are asking those kind of questions. So let's wait and see. Um, Samia says, Tom, under a very imaginary and improbable circumstance that Rice tells the West Ham chairman that he that it is Arsenal or I play for West Ham next season, what happens? Um, I, I think that the West Ham would probably want to keep Declan Rice, although that said, they might want to maximise the value. He's only got a year and an option left on his contract. So they might want to maximise the potential sale this summer and, and maybe that wouldn't happen next summer. It's a risk if they keep him, I guess, financially for them. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Azat says, Tom, if our window is Timber, Havertz, Rice, Lavia and a forward, is that excellent or would you have wanted to add more to make it perfect? I think you have to add some context in there, Azat. I think if Tierney stays, you know, in that, I think you've got a great option there. I think if you replace the forward with Balogun staying as well, that's also something to consider. But I want to see Arsenal move for another midfielder, especially if Partey, st- if Partey goes. If Partey stays and that's the options that you put there, I think that's great. You know, Partey, Jorginho, Rice, Lavia, uh, Elneny's still here, Vieira's still here, Smith-Rowe's still here, Odegaard, Havertz. Uh, I feel like I'm missing someone. Trossard, I guess, can play in midfield too. That's some great options for us in midfield. Um, you add Timber to the back line, you keep Tierney. Again, great options for us. I think adding those four, if we keep Partey and Tierney and potentially Balogun as well, that's great for us. It's a great, great window. But there are question marks and we do have to, in my opinion, look to keep Partey this summer if it indeed is possible. Um, Nexus says, Tom, apparently take this with a pinch of salt. The bid went in yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen those suggestions. Um, Obviously, look, people are connected behind the scenes. People are going to have, not not journalists, some people are going to have friends. Some people are going to have people that they know that are very close to things. That's how you get, you know, outlets like Team News and Ticks. That's why you get outlets that, you know, just know a few things. But it's also why it's really difficult to, to, you know, differentiate between them um, and, and work out what's right and what's wrong. So suggestions that a bid might have gone in could be true. You know, journalists are working off of sources in the in the clubs and getting the official lines and, and getting kind of what they believe to be is real. Whereas, you know, people that don't have that reputation, don't have that professionality, I suppose, they're professional on the line, can just kind of tweet out stuff. So as I've already said, I would farther, far rather tweet three transfer things in, in, in a year than all be correct than, than try and be first 10 times end up getting things wrong. It's so much more important to be right than first. But that's not to say that those rumours aren't true. It's just to say that those aren't the official lines we've heard as of yet. So let's wait and see what happens. And with that, and with that very short show this morning, we are going to wrap up. So thank you so much, everybody that has tuned in to our shorter weekend show today. Thank you, everybody that has indeed tuned in. I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekends and have a, have a, a very chilled out time as I have maintained across all of these shows as a priority. If you are indeed struggling, if you're finding this a very frustrating window, if you find yourself getting worked up and angry, it's starting to affect your life outside of just looking at Twitter, please take a break. Please do indeed keep yourself safe, keep yourself well, keep your head right, all of that lovely stuff. Uh, But thank you to everybody that's tuned in for our short weekend show. I'll be back tomorrow morning. I've got a surprise show for you tomorrow evening as well, which I'm looking forward to. And of course, some more fantastic breakdowns coming next week. If you haven't already dropped a like on the video, please do. Thank you for helping us reach 48,000 subscribers. I'll be back to you very soon with more updates and I look forward to it. Have a fantastic weekend day. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. 
all your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mate's already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.